stuck in the snow with Tyson next. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Monday. And uh, let's 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 have some fun for what, what happened last week at somebody's expense. Uh, he's got a piece out on it at his website at the i5corridor.com at Tyson Aldra on Twitter. We'll give him a follow. A, a great drinking companion for Oregon road games. Uh, Tyson, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Hey, I, I'm I'm doing great. I, I I can't imagine what you want to talk about today. <laughs> I got to tell you, like I, one of the perks of this job, it, it sucks getting up super early in the morning. I, and I, I shouldn't even complain because I work three hours a day. But the main perk of this job is getting to drive home, you know, sometime in the 9 a.m. hour and being like, hey, the day's done. I'm done for the day. This, this is great. So I had the, the ability to do that and basically watch the storm from my house come in on Wednesday, you know, drinking all sorts of booze as the day went on, just enjoying a little bit of a snow day. And I got to tell you, man, I following your Twitter thread, it, it brought me joy, and, and I also felt terrible for you. So I, I need to get to the bottom of this. So you were going to Eugene on Wednesday to interview Bo Nix, and then what, what the hell happened? Yeah, you know, I don't leave the house that often. You know, that's kind of the perk of, of quitting the athletic and yeah. doing the corridor is, you know, it's I, the, commute, the commute is traditionally pretty nice. But You're on your every, own beat, man. Yeah, but every once in a while, in order to keep the power on, I have to go out and write a story or two. And um, I had been I had been hitting up Oregon for a little bit to do a, a, an off-season Bo Nix story. Just a, uh, I don't know, I wanted to find out what like, Bo thinks about being in Eugene, Oregon in February of 2023. I don't think many people expected that to happen. Yeah, um, yeah and so they said Wednesday, and you know, I, I read the forecast. I knew some snow was coming, but at the time... I left. It was dry. Had a great interview with Bo. Uh, and, you know, that drive back, you know, you always kind of get slowed down at the S-curves. It feels like you can do, like, the first 90 miles and probably, like, you know, 90 minutes or so. And then for me, I live in St. John's. It feels like the last 20 can take another hour. Sure. Uh, in this case, that last 20 took another eight hours and 58 minutes. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was it was bad, man. Like it was it was like one of those things where like like the first like two hours like it was I think the first two hours were the most frustrating because like at, at that point it was still like kind of stop and go and like you were just it was like oh man like am I going to be home for dinner like I forgot to clean the house before the wife gets home like <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to not get myself in trouble here um, and then and then like once it got on past like hour four or five you kind of just start kind of like you know, it'd be a better story if I was here for like 10, 15, you know, as, as long as my gas tank is still full, which thankfully it was, which it never is because, you know, again, I quit my job. Um, <laughs> so yeah, man, like it was, it, it was, it sucked. It sucked. Uh, I'm happy with how this Bo Nick story is turning out. Uh, it should be posted on the corridor later this afternoon. Okay. Uh, but how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great, man. I just I was following along with this. I I 
part of me kind of was, I mean, at that point for like just the, the content purposes, like I want to see how long this thing can go on for. I feel like it's a scene with Kramer and the guy at the car dealership. Like, Hey, we're on E how far can we make it? Like, let's, let's journey it to the end of the world together. I was following along with this on Twitter and I'm like, how long is this dude going to get stuck on, on I five? And you got a piece up at the corridor about, you know, the I five corridor strikes back, which is hilarious because it's the name of the website. and It's what, what you're covering. Like, let me ask you this though. So you're stuck on I five and you're not moving for that long. Like what? What happens? Did you contemplate leaving your car? Because I don't. You probably weren't that far away from home at that point. Like, what was the, what was going through your mind as hour by hour raged on? And what was it like? Just were, were you talking to other drivers? Like, what the hell was that like on Wednesday? Yeah, I was. For, okay, so for for the uh, the the get off at exit point, um, you know, conveniently, I had about three hundred people text me that. Uh, why don't you just get off somewhere or or leave your car? One. I don't believe in leaving my car on the freeway. Okay. Uh, I think you have four wheels and I think you should use those four wheels to get yourself home. <laughs> um, but for the get off at the exit, I was kind of in no man's land. Like I had passed like their tour or your exit and it was on like the downhill going into like the uh, South waterfront. Yeah. And, and so like there, and I was in the left lane too. I was sandwiched between like two or three semis. Um, I had, uh, I had a friend who was about like a half a mile behind me who made it for about four and a half hours but his gas tank was going down and he said, thankfully there was a couple of semis that slid out of control in front of him at about two miles an hour. Um, and he was able to, to get off at a, his exit, uh, cowardly as, as I called it, you know, after only four and a half hours. Yeah, in. Come on. Uh, but yeah, you know, like I, there, there was some communication with other drivers. There was a nice guy in a Subaru who was like handing out bottles of water, uh, which, uh, after even more time turned into a multifaceted tool, um, but, uh, yeah, man, like we're, like, we're still here. We're still living. We're still like, living. We're know, striving. We're, we're, we're still living. I, and I wrote that story and it actually, it actually performed well on the, maybe people just like reading about bad things that happened to other people. Well, I, I think uh, it was such a news story where we saw like, so like, it was just insane. There was the drone footage flying over like I-584 interchange, like just seeing that. Because when was the last one? Like 2018, 2017, we had that day where every, like 26 basically shut down and nobody could go anywhere. And that was the last time I remember something like that happening. And to your point, it's incredible how like we get these hints of like, hey, it might snow. And then usually it ends up being a giant nothing burger or it's like a quarter of an inch and you can get around just fine. And then here's like, well, you know, it might snow a little bit on Wednesday. Maybe we get a couple inches and next thing you know, you look up and there's a foot of snow on the ground. Like it just it came out of nowhere. And I think people were we were all glued to the news. Like I could not turn the news off on Wednesday night seeing all that traffic. Yeah. And, and it was one of those things, too, because because like. When I was down in Eugene, like it was completely dry. Like there, there wasn't even like a single, there wasn't even a single snowflake until probably up about until like Wilsonville. And so, like when things completely came to a crash, like at first the the Alaskan in me was furious because it's just like, what this is, this is a dusting. This is nothing. Uh, <laughs> and and then uh, and then watching uh, the snow accumulate inch by inch on my uh, uh, rear view mirror, I mean on my uh, uh, my my side mirrors uh, as the hours went by, I was like. Okay, like I'm starting to respect. I, I respect the storm. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna. You know, go out here and say like that was a good, a good snowstorm. That was a good amount of snow. But it was. It was respectable. Okay. But um, you know, the on on Saturday they had the Oregon Oregon State game down in Corvallis, and I I was credentialed for it. I was planning to go, and I saw a winter storm warning, and I just don't think I could sell two of those stories. You no, know, like I, no. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know if the tweets would have played quite as well uh, the, the second time. It might might. 
be more uh, you idiot. <laughs> well, I, I, I also I don't know if your sanity could handle that. Like if something were to happen back to back, or you know, two times in whatever three or four days, I don't I don't know if I can mentally overcome that. Now, last one on this Nordstrom because I do have a couple of sports questions I want to ask you. Uh, you mentioned so I, I'm assuming P went in the water bottle before that. Did you just hold it? And what's the protocol if you got to go number two? Like, did you see anybody taking a dump on the side of the highway? You know, uh, thankfully, uh, uh, didn't have to come across that. Um, but I mean, it's Portland, like, yeah, it's kind of normal. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the, the water bottle situation was complicated for the first seven hours or so by, uh, the school bus that was conveniently right next oh, to me. Oh no! Um, but you know, things shifted around, uh, <laughs> um, were there kids on the school bus? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, man, it was, it was like, so like, I mean, that's like, that was the, I mean, like that was the thing about the the whole situation is like, you know, for, for people like me, it was, you know, it ended up being kind of comical and, you know, I, I was quite fine. I had a couple of cheese danishes in the car from the gas station and some water. And, uh, but you know, like there was like legit, you know, like there were school buses out there. There was some elderly, like it, it was, it was pretty, uh, like that was a long time. Like I, I think I was kind of hysterical by the end of it and didn't quite realize that. Like, like that's that's like a full day, you know. <laughs> it's a full work day, man. We're not used yeah. to doing those in the sports journalism world. We don't we don't get a lot of full work days. So you get one. It's like, hey, I was I was in the car the entire time. Now let me get to a couple points here. You went down interview Bo. You mentioned the piece is going to be out today on the i five quarter. You can check it out i five corridor dot com. Uh, anything that he said that stood out that you want to maybe give people a little like, a little bit of a tease for to look for in that piece. And then what are some of the Oregon spring football storylines that Tyson Aldridge is most excited for? Yeah, for the bow, I'm just kind of exploring a little bit of just like how his mentality has changed now that he's here for a, a second year in Eugene. You know, this is a guy who uh, he's a very, very, very scheduled person. He doesn't like having any blocks of free time. Uh, we we talked extensively about how much he hates snaps and how he's trying to allow himself to to take advantage. I'm like, Bo, you're like a fifth year senior. Like <laughs> this should this should be your napping time. Uh, but you know, he's also just kind of evolving, like who he is as a player. Like he's, he's leaning into the running stuff. He's trying to put on more weight, mm-hmm. uh, um, kind of in, in the lower part of his, his body, just, uh, you know, even just kind of to be able to survive a full season and, uh, really kind of lean into that style of play, uh, for spring, I'm looking forward to what people are saying about Will Stein's offense, just cause mm-hmm. I mean, like last year was last year was really fun. And that was the first time Oregon's offense has been that fun in quite some time. And so I, I just hope you kind of have some of the similar vibes. And I, after talking to Bo too, I think he's very, very, very on board with uh, what the new offense is going to be like. Uh, and then also like, just who's going to stand out on that, on the back end of that defense. I mean, losing Christian Gonzalez, losing Bennett Williams. Um, I think Oregon can be very good offensively this year, but I have some big questions on that defense. And so let's, uh, but let's see what starts to take shape there. Yeah, it's going to be here before we know it. Two more quick ones for you because we're against it. One, I did want to get your thoughts. I, your former employer is not covering college football anymore, and I was kind of taken aback by that from the Christian Capel news this weekend. I was just curious your thoughts on that. And then one of the duck question of, like, are are you surprised? Because the last big headline we got in duck football was was the recruiting class that they signed. Are, are you surprised at how easily the recruiting success has transitioned from Cristobal to Dan Lanning? Uh, on the recruiting one, no, not really. Cause I think, I think what Cristobal did, it set a precedent. And I, I think anybody who 
you know, has kind of read the wins on college football knows that if, if you want to compete at the very top levels and it's clear that Oregon does, uh, you, you have to have the rosters that can compete. So I, I think Cristobal kind of outlined that for this university and, and they've really kind of, uh, 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 gone with it here with landing. And I, I think that'll be uh, a precedent here for whatever coaching staff is here moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for the athletic man, that, I'm, I'm so disappointed. One Christian Capel is one of the best beat writers in the country. Yeah. Um, when I was there, uh, it was very noticeable that uh, West coast stuff was getting overlooked. Um, there was rarely any promotion of the, our Oregon stuff our Washington stuff, even, you know, some of the SC stuff uh, down in California. Um, you know, it's just, the, and I don't want, I don't want to like play the, it was cooler when I was there, but there was, a, there was a time when like, when the athletic like was first getting going and it was like, you have the beat writer in every city covering every team, all these sorts of things. And it was really cool for a long time. And I was part of like the big college football expansion when they hired like, I think 24 of us at, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think within the last year, they've either cut or not filled like 14 of those positions, including, you know, mine when I left. Oregon and, and the Washington one um, so it's, it's just it's just disappointing like you know it's it's cool seeing what people are kind of able to do with it uh, post you know whether it's it's doing a sub stack like I did or, mm-hmm. or whatever Christian might have coming down the road but uh, yeah it's just I it's just it's just disappointing because I think the I think the athletic is really kind of turning into uh, just one of the same things as everything else and, and that's really kind of what they sold themselves against when they first started yeah yeah it's all about cutting costs it is unfortunate because i could, I would argue that sports fans are probably most passionate in this region about college football and to not have people covering those programs it, it's a major bummer well we're glad you made it home safe i followed your <laughs> your tweets on wednesday and they were very entertaining so thank you for the entertainment we look forward to the bonix piece coming out i5quarter.com go check it out at tyson alger on twitter thanks for hopping on man glad to glad to have you back safe in one piece in portland and let's go get some beer soon okay Hey, absolutely, man. That sounds great. I'll start, I'll start driving now.